0: Church. New Life Arriving is a church that creates exceptional opportunities for persons to connect with God, know His promise, understand their purpose, and maximize their potential in God. So this morning we want to welcome you. We want to welcome those who are listening by ear. We want to welcome those who are in my midst sitting with me. We want to welcome you. Today is the day that we want to worship the Lord. Let us rejoice today and be glad in what the Lord has done. Let us rejoice in the Lord our maker. Let us give thanks to the Lord for his good. And this morning I want to look at Psalms 118. It says, Give thanks to the Lord for his good. His love endures forever. Let Israel say, His love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, his love endures forever. When heart pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me. He's my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. It is better To take refuge in the Lord. Than to trust in princes. All the nations surround me. But in the name of the Lord. I cut them down. They surrounded me on every side. But in the name of the Lord. I cut them down. They swarmed me around. They swarmed around me like bees. But they were consumed. as As quickly as burning thorns. In the name of the Lord. I cut them down. I was pushed back. And about to fall. But the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die. But live and will proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open for me the gates of the righteous. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, with, through which the righteous may enter. I will give you thanks, for you answered me. You have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstones. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice and be glad. Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord we bless you. The house, the Lord is God, and he has made his light to shine on us. With bows in hand, join in the festival. Festal profession. Up to the horns of the altar. You are my God. And I will praise you. You are my God. And I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord for his good. His love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say. Give thanks unto the Lord for his good. Let the house of new life arise. And praise him. For his love endures forever. Let the house of Let my house praise Him, let your house praise Him, for His love endures forever. And so this morning, we give you thanks, Father, for your love endures forever. We give you praise this morning, Father, for your love endures forever. We give you praise and honor this morning, Father, for your love endures forever. We welcome you this morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you to come and to tabernacle with us we welcome you to come and to be with us. We welcome you, Father God, to come and to be in our midst so we can worship you and adore you and we can magnify you and we can, we can tell you all the good things that you have done. So today, Lord, we want to thank you for bringing us together. We want to thank you, Father God, that today is the day that you have made and we declare that where we are is a holy place. Holy ground that is sanctified unto you. We pray against every form of depression. We pray against every form of discouragement. We pray against everything that will come this morning, God, to to discourage us or to cause us not to worship you. But we declare to our spirits. We declare to our souls. We speak to our bodies and we say, bodies, souls, spirits, today is a day to worship the living God. And so, Father, we worship you today in beauty. We worship you today in truth. We worship you today in the beauty of your holiness, Father. And we declare that we will worship you. We declare that we will honor you. We declare, Father God, that there is none like you. There is none like you, Father. And so we give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you everything this morning, Father. Lord, we thank you. We pray for those who are listening this morning. Oh, that your soul will praise Him. Oh, that you will come before Him with thanksgiving in your heart and to give Him praise. Oh, that you will recognize that He is worthy and there is no one like Him. Oh, that you will worship Him. For He is deserving of everything. He is deserving of everything. Your glory, your honor. He deserving of your praise. You can never worship him enough. So today let us come together. Let us exalt the name of the living God. For he alone is worthy. He alone is worthy. He alone is worthy to be praised. So let us worship him. Let us magnify him. Let us exalt him. Let us come. Come before the Lord our maker. Let us come. Let us come with our offerings. Let us come with our praise. Let us come with our thanksgiving. To give unto him the only one who is worthy. And so Father we thank you this morning. That this is a day that you have made. And we declare today. That we will rejoice. We declare today that we will rejoice. We declare today that we will rejoice. In you God. We will rejoice today, God. We will rejoice. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So go ahead and let us stand together. Let us stand together and ready to worship. Let us come together, ready with our hearts ready, our hands raised. Our voices extended to give him glory and honor and praise. He's worthy
1: of the glory. He deserves the praise today everybody all over the room, open your mouth and worship. Lift your hands and bless them in this place.
2: <laughs> We thank you. Just to see you To behold you as my friend I want
3: Father God for the opportunity to come to come and to worship you Lord I pray almighty God that our hearts will be in a place Lord God that we will worship you in spirit and in truth Lord God that we will be where you are Lord that we will be in tune with you Lord that we will see your glory that we will belong to you Lord that we will work according to your will and according to your purposes Oh, God, how we want to be where you are. Lord, to be in tune with your steps, to to hear what you want, to hear how you want things to be done. Lord, how we pray, Lord God, that this week we are where you are. This coming week, Lord, every minute, every step of the way, Lord, we are in tune with you. Lord, we want to be where you are. We want to be where you are. We want to be where you are. Oh, that we may see your glory. And be where you are, God. In Jesus' name. So at this time, we just want to do our offering. Collecting our tithes and our offering. And um, before we do our tithes and offering, I want to read the same scripture I read last week. And something else jumped out of me jumped out to me this week that in this scripture. Everything that we need to do is in faith. So, even as we bring our tithes and offering, we are bringing it in faith to the Lord. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him. He will direct your path. Do not be wise. In your own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possession and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will unfold with new wines. It is from a place of trusting and having faith in God why we give unto him.
2: So, let's have uh, See? You
3: it is true faith while we bring it to you, Lord. Lord, you said, test me on this. So, Lord, we are testing you and we are coming to you, Lord, expecting Father God, Lord God, that you are the one who gave it to us, oh God, so we are giving it back unto you. So, Lord, we are being obedient. We are listening to what you have said. And so we're taking our tithes and our offerings to you in obedience and looking to you, Lord, to rebuke the conquer worm, the palmer worm, and every worm that could eat away at our lives. Trusting that you, Lord, would put an edge of protection around our finances, around our family, around our lives, around our health, around everything that concerns us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that when we give unto you, we will receive good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I pray that this tithe and this offering will be used according to your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning. We want to thank those who are able to, um, to join us and be with us at this time. We, we pray, our prayer is that somehow a word, a thought, an inspiration will touch your heart and touch ours as we join together in this time of worship as we come together to hear from the lord to get a revelation of his presence and to live with lives that are changed the challenge for us is to be and make disciples in wherever we are in whatever we find find our hands to be doing we we ask lord that he will give us strength he will give us wisdom and he will give us grace so lord we we are so thankful and we thank you for the ability and the privilege and the honor to stand before you to deliver your word to know that you are here. So Lord, we thank you again in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So we are still in the book of Joshua. And we are at Joshua number 5. And for those who are joining us and who probably haven't got all the, the different messages... Uh, we are doing Joshua, and we're doing it in the stages of um, trying to go from chapter to chapter and verse to verse. So remember in Joshua 1, let me do a quick recap. In Joshua 1, Moses died, and um, Joshua is now the leader. And the Lord gave him some instructions to, to keep the book of the law, to meditate on it day and night. And that is also significant for us. So, as the song says, what we see in others, we want to see that in our lives. We want to emulate godly men and women in the Bible, who are not perfect, but we can see their daily life walking through. And um, that was a good encouragement for Joshua, and he was with Moses as his aide, but now he is the leader of the, the army, and God is the one that approved him and tell the people the same way you follow Moses is the same way I wanted to follow Joshua. And everybody was in agreement Some said yes Lord we are going to follow him with the same way we followed Moses. And then in chapter 2 we saw the the situation with with Rahab. That is Joshua 2. Rahab um, heard that the Lord was coming. She no doubt had, a, had an encounter with God. So she meeting the, 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 the spies was a confirmation of what the Lord is doing. Um, so it is that the Lord can speak to us even when we're not in church. Even when we're far away, it, we can, if, we're, if we could testify, we could testify of the Lord appearing and being with us, even not in a church setting. Um, I, I could remember there was an experience that happened to me once where <clears throat> I was driving on the road and uh, I heard a voice said, thank you. Um, I know I was alone in the car. I looked left, I looked right because I heard a voice and I looked around and I saw no one. But then I said, you are welcome. And at that moment, I felt this the presence of the Lord coming around me in the car. It, it was so overwhelming that I could, couldn't actually move. So I had to take my time and veer off the side of the road. And I sat there and I was like, Lord, thank you for this experience. Um, so it is that the Lord will give us this, this experience. and hey, We don't know when, but we just have to be ready. And in a, for those who have not yet accepted the Lord, we, we want to ask you just to, to be ready. And um, you might not know how to be ready. You might not know what you're experiencing. But the idea is to, to be open and say, Lord, is this you? Because we have to be mindful that there are other spirits out there too. But we want to say, Lord, is this you? And the Lord always wants to get our attention. So that was chapter 2, and and in chapter 3, we see the the crossing of the Jordan, which was also another significant act, as it replicated what Moses did at the Red Sea. And and the point that stood out in in this chapter, in chapter 3, was the point of the Jordan being at flood state, and they had to cross. And we're like, why did the Lord bring them to, to flood still? He could have wait, you know, waited till the water died down, no, but at flood stay. So the Lord wants to show us that nothing is impossible. No object can stop him from declaring his word, from declaring his action. He just asked us to be there and to be obedient to instructions. Because he gave them instructions on how to cross the Jordan. He told them, get the priest. Let them go in front, let the body stay back, and watch the presence. So the Lord said, let me go first, then follow behind. And so that is applicable in our lives, that we, we, are, we are following after God. We, we are listening to his instructions, and some of the time, it does not make sense. And then we, we, we go in chapter 4, and we, we saw that there was a... The memorial, the idea of remembering what what happened. So they crossed the Jordan, but the, the Lord said, "Get twelve men, get the stones from in the middle of the Jordan, stack them up, and put this down as a memorial. To say that this, if anybody asks what happened, they will know that the Lord did this thing, and we just." was there to experience it, and we, we are we're a testimony of that. And then we saw that later on, there was a, another similar, um, another cleansing that the guys had to prepare for the war, prepare for the battle. So then they had to be circumcised, um, a, a point of vulnerability at that time, but it had to be done because we realized that the guys who were there were the ones who were there in the beginning. They joined on later on. So they have not experienced that ceremonial act of of um, cutting the foreskin, cutting away from the life of Egypt, cutting away from the things and the attachment from Egypt. And then the parents are there and they, they said to make sure it, it, um, to remember all of these things that happened. And we're so glad that we, we have the the, the opportunity to see that and it, and it continues down in chapter 5 and chapter 5 when it goes back to the Passover and that was another significant act that happened in Egypt and it's still replicated with Joshua so it is that way. we're going now to chapter 5 verse 13 to 6 and this is the reading of the word and the word of the Lord says now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? He answered, Neither, he replied. But as commander of the, of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence, and ask him, what does the Lord have for his servant? And as we, we go we go over to to verse six. Joshua verse six, Joshua chapter six, verse one and two. Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites; no one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with his king and his fighting men. So now, we, as we get into the text, and Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we pray that your word will always never come back to your void. So, as we understand now, there's a a situation that happened in in chapter 5. And um, it, uh, as, we, as we said we notice what happened with, with Jericho and, um, and what happened with Moses and Joshua The similarity in how the Lord um, direct them and speak to them We can remember in Moses when he had that burning bush experience Of the Lord appearing to him and said um, You know this is me, we are standing in his holy ground so so in our lives, we're going to have moments where the Lord, is, Lord wants to approve us. He wants to uh, let us know that one, that He is here. And that's, that's the title of this message. God is here. We know that God is everywhere. But for those of us who have... Um, issues and challenges and it, 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 it will never change there are moments within it that we want to know that God is here we want to feel or see something tangible God are you really here is, it, is this just my imagination why am I going through this and, and we're going to have questions but what, we, what we, we have to do we have to be faithful To know that he's going to speak. And when he speaks, we want to be careful to be attentive to his word. We want to be careful to also be at a place to be ready to hear his word. We want to be careful to be at a place to always be consecrating ourselves. No matter what we're going through. So, as we can remember with Daniel. They are not in a, a place that is their own. They are in a, a different land, different government, different people coming against them and but what they did, they were always consistent in what they were doing. They're always seeking the Lord. And when, when things come up, the first thing Daniel said to, to these guys, he said, Let us pray and see how the Lord will give us answer to this thing. And then when, when Daniel got the revelation of the dream he said Oh, thank you Lord that you gave us this revelation. But it was, it was weird. But Daniel was the only one that got a revelation. But because they were united in prayer, he said the Lord gave us this revelation. Not for himself, but for us. Because at that time they would have died with the other um, sorcerers and prophets and people at the time. But he said, "Let us see how the Lord will speak to us and so it is Joshua is, is going to to seize Jericho he's going the Lord tell him, okay, we did this, he did all the steps he was faithful he did all he did everything that the Lord tell him to do but this is coming to a, a significant point where they are now going over. They are right there. They are looking into the promised land. And then he saw somebody with a drawn sword. All right, normally, if, if somebody sees somebody with a drawn sword, we understand that the sword is not in his holder. It's drawn. So we're going to understand that this guy means business. He appears... Joshua said, who are you? Are you for us or for your enemies? And he says, neither. But he said, is there anything um, the Lord have for his servant? He said, this ground you are standing on is holy. So we we can understand in in our, oh God, in our small minds and... um, trying to understand God and how God moves is... It's not easy. Um, even for the person who got saved today, or the person who is saved a long time, we see the God, move, God moving in, his, in different ways, and there's no pattern that we can say, this is God. But the idea for, for us to trust that when He speaks... That there is a message and an instruction involved for us to follow through, and if we are not obeying, he's going to speak again, and if we still, he's going to speak again. So, case in point, the situation with Eli being a disobedient prophet, not hearing from the Lord, the Lord had to speak to a younger person, um, Samuel. But the Lord also sent a man of God. To speak to him about his life and about what he's doing. So we, but the thing that the man of God said, Haven't I told you this? So I'm like, wow, the Lord was speaking to Eli all this time, and Eli was not obeying. But he said, Haven't I told you? Haven't I did this? Haven't I. And we're so thankful for the Lord to correct us when we are not faithful. So we said, God is here. So one of the things um, that we have to recognize, when God is here, what is he here to do? When God is here, he's here to set the captives free. He's here to bind up the brokenhearted. He's here to set liberty for his people. So Joshua did everything he was encouraging in the beginning, be strong, be courageous. But now the Lord is wanna tell him, On this time now, I am here. You, you, are, you are not alone. I am physically appearing here to to let you know that I am here. And then when we go to chapter six, Joshua chapter six, and it says that the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with his kings and fighting men. So, so, so it's like the Lord said, All right, what looks like a blockade or, um, you know, when we, we think about curfew um, in our country? Um, there are times when the the violence is at a, a high level and the, 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 the government put a state of emergency and they say, this is a curfew. For this section, no one goes in and no one goes out. There wasn't any, any exception. For this amount of time, we want to find where these... Men are these men who are committing all this crime. They said we want to get them, so we're gonna lock down this, this city. No one goes in and no one comes out, so we can weed them out or find out where they are. So the, so the Lord waited until the city was barred in. But what was significant? He tells Joshua, see, look, all the things that are promised all along, it is here. I am here. And I tell you, see, I have given this thing to you. The, the promise is coming in, in, into, into his hand. But why would the Lord say, see? Was it something that he could have seen? But they, they noticed that the, the people's hearts were melting. because Not because Joshua is coming as such. But because they heard of the God of Israel. They, they heard... When their God come into the battle, it is a sure victory. They 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 heard when they see the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant on on their shoulder, the enemies will will actually be shaken and say, Oh my god. The war the the battle changed. They they are losing now, Israelites are winning. And they said, Oh, they're they brought their God into this battle. This is such an unfair advantage. Even the Israelites recognized that bringing in the ark meant something, and as, as we don't want to spoil, you know, want to spoil the thing, but in the future events, we're going to see the people bringing in the ark, and they lost, and you know they were questioning, hmm, "Why are we losing?" And the Lord said, "Hey, I'm not like a lucky charm where you you rob me and use me for your purpose." Because you see, when Joshua asks him, are you for us? Or are you for our enemies? We, we understand, in, in, if we can picture this in a fighting mode. When we're fighting against our enemies. When, when we have enemies at the workplace. Or enemies in our surrounding, Or people that don't like us for any reason. We, we want to say, Lord, if you're with us. We want you to get rid of our enemies. And the Lord said, no. That's not how it works. My enemies should be your enemies. My enemies, like we can see David understand that principle. And it's so significant that this, the, the principle works for anybody that uses it. Just like the, we understand the principle of giving works for, look at a company that gives to different organizations. You can see the blessing coming upon them. They will give to that charity. They will help that organization. Some of them will even give to the church. Um, and you know, we're so thankful for those who, who have the heart to give. And we just bless those who are able to give. But when they give, it so happens that they always get back more than they give. So we understand the principle. So, so now the Lord is, is telling them. He gave them some instructions now. He said. Um, this is Joshua 6 verse 3. March around the city. Once. With, all, with, with, with the armed men. He did not say with, with the, the trumpeters or the worship team. He said no. March around the city with the armed men. And. You know, when we think about being armed, we think about our spiritual armor that we have. We we think about the, the helmet of salvation, the the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, the, the, the chestplate of, breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, and the feet fitted and shodded for the, to to display the gospel of peace. So we notice that we have to, we we know here our battle is different not a physical battle, but a spiritual battle because we know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Uh, there are some moments when you know you have to do a thing and you wonder why you feel the discouragement. Like, you know you have to go to work sometime and you get up in the morning and you say, oh my God, oh. you just feel discouraged. You just feel like you don't want to do this thing. So now we have to Pull in in ourselves and say, Lord, we thank you in, in perspective. We thank you for this opportunity to have an income, to have a job. Lord, give me the strength to go into work today and do my best. And when we notice, when we do that, we notice our, our posture change, or our heart change towards that place. And we, we go there filled with joy and we, we overcome for that day. But we know the next day is going to come. And we have to, we have to make sure we are in the place to always encourage ourselves to go forward. So he said, walk around the city once with the armed men. Then he said, do this for six days. So, you know, we, we, we see that everything about Genesis, the earth was created um, six days and you know. And the Lord rested from the seventh day. And you know sometimes we we'll look at numbers and we, we see the significance of the, the sixth day being the, the day for man. And the seventh day being the day for God. Meaning perfection and meaning a day that he rests um, from all his work. So he said do this for six days. Then he said have seven priests. With the trumpets of ram, ram, the ram horns in front of the ark. So we, we, we see that, that when I say enter the, the gates with thanksgiving. And into his courses praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. So we realize that the, the priest going forth before the ark. So the priest going forth, the ark is behind. They are declaring... The Lord is here. They're they're, they're declaring that God is here. Um, There's a lot of um, spiritual and physical, um, what do you call it, cues or clues that the Lord was giving us in this situation. And we realize anything that the Lord is doing, we, we, we ask the Lord, Lord, show us what does this mean and how can this apply to us today? So... We realize that the the presence was behind, but the praise went forth first. So we said, we, we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and with praise, and we bless his name. So it is that when we do that, the Lord shows up to tell everybody that I am here, God is here. And we know that when God is here, the word says, all is well. So, and then it says, when you hear a sound, a, a long blast from, um, from, the trump, from the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go in, everyone straight in. So, the Lord giving some instructions on, on how to, to break down a wall and uh, normally to break on a wall or a solid object, we will need like a a bulldozer, a a battering ram, something of a a physical damage, a dynamite, um, something that can, you don't need force to, to hit the force. But there is a clue, there's another clue in this, that the spiritual power of worship and praise We'll break down We 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 know that if we are going through a situation. And we decide from the bottom of our heart. That Lord we are going to worship you. In spite of what we are going through. We are going to worship you and lift you up. Even when we don't feel like doing it. We realize that once we do that in obedience. We see God showing up. And once we sense that God is here, our our posture change. Like, oh my God, God is here, and we, we can even think about the, the people in, in in the Acts in Acts when they, they were in the upper room, when they were there gathering, when they were not understanding what, what it means to come and meet. And you know, when we understand when two or three are gathered, God is here. So 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 they met. And they were there. And I know they probably have some disagreements and things that they had to work out. But then it says, at a the moment, the, the spirit of the Lord came down. And everybody was filled. And there was wonder. And what, like, what, is, what is this? What is going on? So we understand Peter was there. And Peter was able to stand up. I remember Peter was a person that, you know, fell away in, 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 the, in the idea of not walking in, his, in the thing that he, he said he would do. He said, Lord, I will never leave you. But then when persecution came, when he saw he fled and he was ashamed. But It is the same Peter that the Lord restored. You know, and, and for those who are listening, for us here, we can understand we are not far from any restoration. We are not so far from God that God cannot restore us from the thing. Restore us back to Him. We, we want to know that God is here. And we want to be where God is. We want to make sure that we are here in His presence all the time. And we, don't, we, 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 we tend we not to stray from Him. So we, we, we see that the, the people there, they are praying and God showed up. And signs and wonders happen. So we realize when God shows up in a manifested power, we realize it's time to do business. So he tells them to, to do the show, to do the worship, to, to, to bring down his power. So sometimes somebody says, um, Kirk, how can I get um, power? How can I, how can I receive power from God? And, and, it, and it's It's simple. Is to acknowledge his presence, is to worship him in spirit and in truth. It's to say, Lord, you are here, and when the Lord shows up, he is here, he's here to do business. We, we cannot call upon the Lord and don't do anything about, it. we cannot um, take his presence for granted oh, the Lord is here, and oh, Lord, we don't need anything, oh, we're good. No, once the Lord shows, He said, what? You call me, I'm here. He said, even before we, we ask or we beckon to Him, He's here. But we just want to acknowledge His presence. All right, so verse 6 says, So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priest and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And have seven priests carry carry trumpets in front of it, and he ordered the army, advance, march around the city, with the armed guard going ahead of the ark of the Lord. Verse 8. When Joshua spoke to the people, the seven priests carrying the, the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward, blowing their trumpets, and the ark of the covenant followed them. And we, we can't even see that. As a physical, and a, there is always a duality with the word. There is always a physical thing and a spiritual thing being explained. So he said, carry my presence, but carry the worship before the presence. The art represents the presence of the almighty God, of the, 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 the God in all fullness and deity being carried. So, so they, they did what Joshua commanded But then he said something in verse 10. That kind of counteract the thing. He he said, but Joshua had commanded the army. Do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voices. Do not say a word until the day I tell you. Then shout. So I said, that don't make any sense. They were shouting and they were praising. But he said, don't do it. Until I tell you. So he had them carry the ark around the city. Circling it once. Then the army returned to camp. And spent the night there. Joshua got up early in the morning. And as we we can see that. Just getting up early in the morning. In our devotion time. is, Is such an awesome time. That we can hear from the Lord for that day. The seven priests carried the seven trumpets. Went forward reaching. Marching before the ark of the Lord. And blowing the trumpets. The armed men went ahead of them and gave the rear guard, followed followed the ark of the Lord. So they were in front and in back while the trumpets kept sounding. So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did this for six days, as instructed from the Lord. On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city. Seven times. So this time, the last day, the seventh day, they The went around it seven times. The seventh time around, the priest shouted, the trumpet blast. Joshua commanded the army, shout! For the Lord has given us, has given you the city. So we, 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 we. Sometimes we understand. The, the. We don't understand the. We don't know what was in the shout. But we know that God is here and they were acknowledging God with the shout. And I know probably scientists were probably trying to replicate and see can we shout and see if this can break down a wall. And I know the scientists probably take up some stones and say, can this stone kill a person from that distance? But you see, any natural thing without God won't work. God has to be in it. Any instruction, any supernatural action, God is the one that will give the instruction, and we have to just follow it even when it makes no sense. So, verse 17 the city that is in it and everything was devoted to the Lord. So, so they said the city and all is in it um, was to be de- dedicated to the Lord. Only Rahab and her and all who were with her in our house shall be spared. And remember, Rahab was that one who um who had the interaction with the spies. But there's another instruction. But keep away from the devoted things. So that you will not bring out your own destruction by taking any of them. And you see, as we, we had our our time when we were able to give our tithes and offering, and we were giving the the first fruit, the best that we present to the Lord, and we don't keep anything back because we understand the principle. So he told them never to touch that, or you will bring destruction on yourself. Otherwise, you will make the camp of Israel liable to the destruction by bringing trouble on it. All the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. So we see that there one person can cause the Lord to be to be to be angry against the people because you see these are instructions that were clearly clearly given. When we think about the Lord giving us instructions, we, we we understand that when God spoke to Adam, Eve was not there physically. But we have to understand because God speak, the, the word has to be carried out for the next person. So, God speak to Adam, Adam said, tell Eve, this is what, this is, explain everything. So, We notice that God didn't even speak to Eli's sons. He spoke to Eli, recognizing that the word came to him. So his job is to tell them what the word says. And he did not do that. Then judgment came. Because he said, the Lord said to Eli, because you did not do this for your sons, I'm I'm going to have to get rid of them and get get rid of this thing, this This sin and so well. So it was better for for Eli to tell them and they they do what they will with it. So it is that we we have our, our kids and people that we have spiritual authority over. Our responsibility is to tell them what the Lord says, if they like it or not. Let it be that they'll they'll be in a place to hear and understand. Because as the Bible says, we train up our, our children in the way they should go. So when they go old, they will not depart from it. So, the things, he told them never to touch the devoted things that belong to the Lord. Alright. Then, the devoted of the city of the Lord was destroyed with a sword. Everything in it. Men, women, young men, old, cattle, sheep, donkey. Verse 22. Joshua said to the two men who spied out the land, Go into the prostitute house, bring her out and all that belong to her, in accordance with the oath that we made to her. So the young men who spied out the, the, spied out the land went in and brought out Rahab, her father, mother, her brothers, sisters, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside of the camp of Israel. Then they burned down the whole city and everything in it. But they put the, the silver and the gold and the articles of bronze into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Joshua spared Rahab, the prostitute, and her family, and all that belonged to her, because she had hid the men Joshua had sent to spy out Jericho. And she and she lives along with the Israelites up to this day. And at that time, Joshua pronounced a soul on earth, cursed before the Lord is the one who undertake to build the city Jericho. At the cost of your firstborn son, he will lay its foundation, at the cost of his youngest, he will set up the gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame spread throughout the land. So We understand that the Lord gave the instruction and the people followed. And what we have to understand, how we can apply this to our lives today, is to understand that when the Lord gives us instruction, we have to follow suit. We, We have to understand when the Lord shows up in a manifested when He manifests His presence, it is a holy moment, a moment of sacredness. We have to understand when the Lord is moving. How much flexibility that the Lord is giving us, because when God is here, we understand that He's here to do work. The Lord does not show up. For show up's sake, he he shows up to make a change, to make a transformation. Uh, and so it is that we are practicing his presence. We, we, we have to make sure we are practicing practicing his presence not only on a Sunday, but on a Monday, and a Tuesday, and a Wednesday, and a Thursday, for, for all the days that we have, for all the time that we have here on earth. Our, our life is a life of practice. of, of Because when, when we think about Daniel, those guys, they're praying three times a day. They, they, they did it consistently when no one was watching, when everyone was watching. When they, they said that they even opened the window and people could see them praying. So it is that we, we say we, we want to, to be like a Daniel. We want to be like a Joshua. But our, our responsibility is that can we walk holy before the Lord? Can we walk as those men who know that God is here? And the challenge for us and even for those who, who are listening and those who are under the sound of my voice, the Lord is speaking to them. My prayer is, Lord, Lord, I pray that you will draw that, that person to you. Lord, I pray that you will reveal yourself before them. Lord, I pray that whatever religion or background they're coming from, that they know that you are here. And Lord, when when you manifest yourself, you're here to do work. But Lord, I pray that for those persons, that they they will listen and they will accept you as Lord and Savior. They will say, Lord, come into my heart. I know I'm a sinner. I know I need you. Please save me. So Lord, we will rejoice with those who accept you. And, and for those of us who are already saved, our prayer is that we will go back to what we were doing before. We will go back to spending those intimate times with you. We will go back and remember the goodness of the Lord. We will, we will go back and cast away all the cares of this world. Cast away all the things that want to beset us or things that want to distract us from you. That we will run back into your presence. Knowing that you are a good God. And you are a God that that is here to fight our battles. All you want us to do is to be present. And and to stand before you. Thanking you for your presence. Thanking you for your glory. So Lord we thank you again. For another Sunday that you are here with us. Lord we thank you for speaking to us so clearly. Lord we, we ask that Lord we will be able to carry out your mandate. But Lord, we ask that when you appear to us, that Lord, we will see this as a a time to to know that this is sacred for you. So Lord, we we ask you for for the lives of those who are not yet saved. We ask you for those who are saved, that they will return to you with power, with with anointing, with grace. So Lord, we thank you that when your presence is here, you are here to do work. So Lord, we, we thank you that you are working in us. Lord, we thank you that you, you are so diligent when you show up, but when you show up, you're here to do work. So Lord, you're not, you're not here to, to, to do our enemies. you are here for us. You're here to do work. So you said either, neither, but Lord, we want you. Lord, we want you so much that we are denying stuff to get to you. And Lord, we will be careful never to take the devoted things over you. Lord that we will be careful to understand your movement. Lord that we'll be careful to know when you tell us to move, when you tell us not to move, when you tell us to shout, when you tell us not to shout, when you tell us to, to be careful, when you tell us to speak, when when we walk up to those who don't know, you can say, Lord, you said, speak to that person. But then in another situation we have to be flexible and you say, No, don't say anything today. Don't say, just be, be calm. But Lord, you have given us so much instruction, so much examples to use in our present day application. So Lord, we thank you. We thank you for being with us. We thank you for using us. We thank you for the opportunity to spread your gospel to the world. Because we understand that persons who are listening are from not in this era. They're all over the world. And we pray that this will always be a blessing to them. So Lord, have your way again. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen.
0: And so we heard today from Kirk that God is here. And so we do not know where you are today emotionally or spiritually. We do not know where you are mentally. We don't even know where you are physically. But we believe that because when God is here, he comes to do business as we were told this morning. He comes to set captives free. He comes to heal the broken He comes to open the eyes of those who are emotionally and spiritually and physically blind. He comes to break down walls in our lives and he comes to do the impossible it comes with strategy and tactics that we cannot Im- employ on our own. But once he gives us, once he instructs us, he can do it. And so this morning, I want to speak to those this morning who have not yet surrendered their lives to the living God. And I'm saying to you this morning that God is here. And because he's here, he comes to redeem you. He comes to give you life everlasting. He comes to forgive you of your sins. He comes to cleanse you and to wash you and to make you whole. And so, this morning, if you have never made Jesus your Lord, if you have never accepted Jesus as your Savior, as your Messiah, as the Anointed One, as your, the Christ, this morning I ask you to pray with me this morning I ask you that you will open your hearts and make Jesus your Lord. This morning I ask you to surrender the, the lordship of your life to the one who is able to do that which is impossible. This morning I ask you... To surrender to the one who is here. And he said, I am here to do business on your behalf. I am here to heal you where you are damaged, where you are hurting. I am here to heal you where, you where you need to be made whole. I am here. And so this morning I ask you to, as you open your life, you say, here I am, Lord. I hear you calling out my name. And he's calling you and he's saying, Marcia. Marcia. He's saying Stephen, Is saying Lois, he's saying Robert, Is calling you by name. And you are saying, here I am, Lord. I hear you calling out my name. I hear you calling me and bidding me to come because you are here to do business on my behalf. And all I require for you to say this morning to the Lord is, here I am, Lord. I recognize that I'm a sinner. I recognize, Lord, that I have done things that are displeasing. I recognize, Father God, that I'm far away from you. But because you are calling out my name, I answer you this morning. And I said, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Father. Here I am. I am in need of your forgiveness. Forgive me for the sin that I have done. Forgive me for forgetting you. Forgive me for, for not... And including you in my daily life. Forgive me for not putting you first. And as you you ask him to forgive you. I am guaranteeing you this morning. Because he's here. He hears your prayers. He answers them. And he bids you to come before him. He embraces you. His arms are open wide to embrace you as his son. As his daughter. Robert. You are his Marcia, you are his. Lois, Princess, you are his. And for those this morning who have walked away and is bidding you to come back, come back, my child. Come back, my daughter. Come back. I am here to do business on your behalf. I am here. I am here to break. I am here. I am here for you. This morning, I want you to recommit your life by saying, Lord, Forgive me. I have walked away from you, Father. And I'm here again. I, I am in need of your forgiveness. Forgive me and make me a child of yours, God. And the Father is saying to you, come, my child. You are mine. I will walk through anything. I will give up things. I will do things Just to get your attention. Just to protect you. Just to provide for you. Just to sustain you. And the father is here this morning. He's here this morning. And he's for those who are his and remain as his. He's saying to you that though you walk through fires and valleys. And though you walk through the desert. And it seems that if there's no stream. I will make a stream. I will Put a stream in the desert. I will do for you what seems impossible. And so wherever you are today, God is saying to you, I am here. I am here to do business. I am here to do business on your behalf. I am here. I am here. So there's a sweet anointing this morning in the sanctuary. There's a sweet anointing where you are. Just welcome the Holy Spirit. Welcome the Father this morning to be in your presence. As we sing this song and offer this praise to him. There's a sweet anointing because he's here. Down your burden today because the one who is able to heal your heart and mend the broken hearts is here today. All the burdens that you carry, all the things that are happening in your life that have caused disappointments, all the things that have caused you to be depressed, all the things in your life. That would cause you to pull away from the Lord. He's saying to you today, come and lay down your burdens. Because I am here. Come and lay down your burdens. He's here. Come and lay down your burdens this morning. Because the King of Kings is here. He's here this morning. And he's not only here where we are, but he's right where you are this morning. Wherever you are. If you are in New York, he's there. If you are in Pakistan, he's there. If you are in Australia, he's there. If you are in England, he's there. If you are in China, he's there. Come this morning and lay down your burden. Lay down your concerns. Lay down the things that carry the weight on you. Lay them down this morning because your God, the one who is able, the one who can do it, the one who have done it before is here this morning. And so come and lay down your burden so you can enter into worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come. Come. Do not be afraid. Come. His arms are open wide waiting on you to come. Come. He's bidding you to come. As a good father, the best father you'll ever know, he's saying to you, come. I will not hurt you. Come. I will not disappoint you. Come. Come. Even though my ways are not your ways, my ways are the better ways. So come. You may not understand everything that is done. Joshua could not understand in his natural mind. How can we destroy a wall by shouting, by, by marching around? But with God's strategy and tactics, he was able to do it. And he's saying to you, come this morning. He's here. He's here. He's here this morning. Come. Come, my sister. Come my brother, come my daughter, come my son. He's bidding you to come this morning. And so we come this morning and we take the weight off and we lay them down at the feet of our father this morning. Come. We give you all. The Glory We worship you, Lord. We worship you, God. We worship you this morning, God. We worship you this morning, Jesus. We worship you, King of Kings. We worship you, Lord of lords. We worship you, God, this morning. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, God. You are here, God. You are here. You are here. You are here. We know you are here. We sense you are here. You are tangible in your ways, God. We know we are feeling you, God. You are here. You are here, God. You are here because you are here to do business. And we want you to do business on our behalf, God. We want to do business with you this morning, God. We give you all. We give you all. We give you all. We give you the glory. We give you the problems. We give you everything, God. We hold back nothing. We give you all our plans God. Our hopes are in you. We give you all God. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor this morning. And we worship you God. We worship you Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy. You have done it before for us, God. You did things for us that we could not even understand how it would have been done. And so we are trusting you and we are believing you that you can do it. Because you are here. Thank you, Lord. as we go this morning now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory and exceeding joy to God our Savior who is wise be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forever amen go recognizing that God is with you and he is here not only today, but he will be with you tomorrow and for the rest of the week and for the rest of your life. All you need to do is to invite him in each day. Invite him and he will be with you. So go with the peace and the joy of the Lord today. Understanding that you are loved by him. Knowing that you are his. And so we meet again next week. Goodbye.